ಪೂಮಯನತಿಮರಂಧಸ್ಯ ಜನಂಜನಾಶಲಾಕಯಚಕ್ಷುರ್ಮಿಲಿತೀಗುರವೇ ನಮಃ ಮಹಾಪ್ರಭುಹಾನಿ ಜೈ ಶ್ರೀ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಪ್ರಭು ನಿತ್ಯಾನಂದ ಶ್ರೀ ಅದ್ವೈತಗದಾಧಾರ ಶಿವಸದಿ ಗೌರ ಭಕ್ತವೃಂದ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ 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 ಹರೇ 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 ರಾಮ ಹರೇ ರಾಮ 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 ಹರೇ ಹರೇ ಓಂ ನಮೋ ಭಗವತೆ ವಾಸುದೇವಾಫ್ಟರ್ ಮೆನಿ ಮೆನಿ ಬರ್ಸ್ ರೇರ್ ಸೋಲ್ ರಿಯಲೈಸಸ್ ಓ ವಾಸುದೇವ್ ಈಸ್ ಎವ್ರಿವೇರ್ <clears throat> or as Śrīla Prabhupāda says at the end of the Bhagavad Gita, as it is, nothing is different from Krishna. Although Krishna is different from everything. Om namo bhagavate vāsudevāyā Om namo bhagavate vāsudevāyā Om namo bhagavate vāsudevāyā Om bhagavate vāsudevāyā Hare Krishna. Om Bhagavad dharmas are the answer from Yogindra Prabhuda to the question of Maharaj Nimi. And there were nine Yogendras Maharaj Nimi asked nine questions about the absolute truth. Actually the previous question was about Maya. So this question and uh, this is question number 4. He's asking how even though maya is very difficult to overcome maya is insurmountable how can a dull attached person easily cross over the ocean of maya so uh, the answer is prabuddha's description of the um, 33 bhagavad dharmas so they are very practical methods and yesterday we discussed that it's very interesting that um, prabuddha begins uh, with uh, mercy friendship and respect as the first and the, the very first is mercy although we know that the method for this age is uh, chanting hari krishna hari krishna 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 hari 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 ram hari ram 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 hari hari <clears throat> bhakti siddhanta ji uh, in uh, one of his uh, writings I, w- i was told it's his commentary on the bhagavatam 111 says that we see that in uh, many places in bengal it's the uh, tradition to sing hari krishna and still he says 
we see that some people chant, sing Hare Krishna and do not become free from some bad uh, habits, some unfortunate habits. Like, uh, you, you told me they call it uh, the water cucumber, yeah, river cucumber, yes? Water cucumber, Hare Krishna, <laughs> meaning fish, uh, meat, and uh, other worse things than that even, right? All, even though they sing Hare Krishna. So he says, why? You know, there are 13 Apasampradayas Bhaktivinoda Thakur is describing. Welcome. You can please take a seat and uh, <clears throat> the deities will open after, I think, half an hour. <clears throat> so he says, why? Because uh, we do not worship Krishna alone, he says. Because we worship uh, Krishna with his shaktis. Jiva Goswami has written a whole book. Uh, Radha Krishna... Um, Archana Deepika, explanation how to worship Radha Krishna. And it is uh, explained thoroughly, many quotes, that you do not worship Krishna without uh, his devotees. And even more importantly, we worship not just Krishna, but Krishna and Radharani. And if you can, then Krishna, Radharani and Lalita Vishaka. And if we can, then Krishna, Radharani, Lalita Vishaka, uh, Indulekha, Rangadevi, Sudevi, uh, Chitralekha, Tungavidya, Tungavidya, Chitralekha, Champakalata. Yes. And if we can, even more. And if we can, <laughs> 16 Shaktis and uh, Krishna is complete with all the Shaktis. <clears throat> 108 Gopis and with all the devotees. So this is the um, essence of. Um, the bhakti process that we know that we, wor we worship Krishna with uh, Shavanam Kirtanam but we have to understand who Krishna is and Krishna, Srila Prabhupada explains in the Nectar of Devotion, Krishna means Krishna and his expansions, like here we have Lord Ram, Nityananda. Krishna means Krishna and his Shaktis, we have Radha, Madan Mohan, Radharani. And Krishna means his devotees, also. In the Nectar of Devotion, Srila Prabhupada says, uh, ultimately it's everything. Although, uh, there are direct and indirect expansions, <coughs> So therefore, in the third canto, Jiva Goswami explains, for a devotee, there is no separate injunction to worship, to uh, practice respect. So we, yeah, of course, because you, you worship Krishna Bas, all achieved. Nothing else is needed. And then, but then he explains why. Because if you have Shraddha in Krishna, you know, Vasudeva Sarvamiti, uh, that Krishna is in everybody's heart, and everybody is Krishna's uh, Vibhinamsha, Shakti, uh, Samar Swamsha. So, therefore, you will uh, naturally respect Krishna. You understand that Krishna is the absolute truth. So, therefore, if you respect Krishna, who is the root of the whole creation, uh, to, to respect everybody else is very natural. So, Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur says that the problem is they worship. Uh, <clears throat> 
the name, and this is like worshipping Krishna. But we should worship Krishna and his Sarupa Shakti. And his Sarupa Shakti, he says, is uh, Shrimad Bhagavatam. So like we worship Radha Krishna, so also we worship Bhagavad Katha, we hear Bhagavad Katha, and we chant Hare Krishna. So then uh, we will be able to perfect and purify our chanting. As yesterday I was controversially introducing the statement that if you just chant Hare Krishna, thank you, you will have bread and butter. But if you want bread and, bread and butter and cheese and bhaji and kofta and uh, pizza and everything else, then you have to chant Hare Krishna and chant it nicely. <laughs> Srila Prabhupada translates in Upadeshamrita or chant with, without offending, making offenses <clears throat> to anybody with respect, nicely, attentively. So therefore, <clears throat> uh, how does Prabhuda begins to answer? So you can see, the question is, uh, please explain <clears throat> Yatha Aishwari Mayam, divine uh, insurmountable energy, illusory energy of the Supreme Lord, who is Dustaram, very difficult. For Akritatmabi, for those who are not self-controlled, not per perfected, Akritatma. So how Yatha uh, Taranti, how they can cross Anja very easily, Stuladiyo. You know what Stuladiyo? Dio, you know, the intelligence, and Stula means uh, here it says foolish, <laughs> gross, gross intelligence. Dull intelligence, dull-witted. Yeah. So, so it's as I sometimes say, it's a brilliant question. How a person who is not self-controlled, who doesn't have a very sharp uh, Vedic Satya Yuga uh, intelligence and memory, cross the uh, insurmountable ocean of illusory energy easily and quickly. So, all the good things. <laughs> so, that's his question. And the answer, Prabhuda, he starts from rather far. He starts uh, saying that um, in this world, <clears throat> everybody is uh, making material endeavors to eliminate unhappiness and increase pleasure. Dukkahatya uh, sukhayacha. Something similar we have in Canto 7. But, Pashyat Paka Viparyasam. But always what we get, uh, we, we get fried. Paka means to bake. Same word, bake, to fry. <laughs> we get toasted. <laughs> we get fried. <laughs> and Viparyasam, we get the opposite. <laughs> as soon as we want to be happy, Prahlad Maharaj says, we immediately create all the, as soon as you want to enjoy, create all the conditions for being miserable. <clears throat> and then, uh, of course, some comment is here that their happen, happen, happiness vanishes as they grow older, their material discomfort increases. Just imagine if we didn't have Krishna, if we, even we have Krishna, it's tough sometimes. <laughs> and if you didn't have Krishna, we serve this body 
from childhood and then at some point it betrays us. It says, ah, go to hell. <laughs> and it fails. It fails us. It, it would be very disappointing. That's, that's called midlife, midlife crisis. Midlife crisis. <laughs> that <coughs> midlife crisis. Yes, that, oh, what to do? I was serving and serving my Takurji body. <laughs> but Sharir, he vyadhi mandir. Prabhupada says, this body is the temple of disease. And there is 64,000 diseases. So sometimes you put this disease on the altar and you worship, worship, worship this disease. Put offerings, you know, this pill, that pill, <laughs> special diet, special, you know, darshan with the <laughs> Guruji uh, doctor. <laughs> and, uh, <clears throat> and then after some time you start worshiping another disease. Not because this disease got cured, but because that disease became more prominent. <laughs> and you think, forget about this. It's nothing compared to that. <clears throat> anyway, only, only devotees can laugh at this. <laughs> if you didn't have Krishna, it would be, it would be rather sad. <clears throat> only if you have Krishna, then okay, you have something outside this, this level. So then, uh, Prabhupada elaborates. He says that wealth is a source of distress. It's difficult to acquire. Can be a virtual death for the soul. Uh, difficult to get and then how to protect it, how to keep it, keep it secure. If you don't invest, inflation eats it. If you invest, uh, it may be stolen or taxed or, ta or so many, so many troubles can be there. And if somebody is more intelligent, he seeks happiness from relationships, but ultimately what permanent happiness can one get from one's so-called home, children, relatives, domestic animals. Domestic animals is the, in the advanced society. If you have even more advanced society, these domestic animals have names like uh, Toyota, Jaguar, and <laughs> Mustang. <laughs> These are your domestic animals. <laughs> Not for legs, but for wheels. And they are maintained by one's hard-earned money. And it's, you know, it's still temp it, it is still temporary. It's not, it's not reliable. Still they let you down. Even though it's more intelligent. It's called Svargiya Rasa. From relationship uh, with people, not with things, it's more intelligent. <clears throat> Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Then, okay, what if you, maybe we can find happiness on the heavenly planets. So he continues. He says, no, you cannot find permanent, hap permanent happiness even on the heavenly planets. You have to do hard work to get there. And uh, when you get there, then there is some demigod who has a better uh, spaceship than you. Yes. Or he has a better garden. And, uh, or he, uh, you like some apsara and she likes him. Yes. <laughs> and what to do? 
<laughs> yes, some rivalry. We see that they enjoy, enjoy, and from time to time they have to fight with the demons, or between themselves. Even in the heavenly planets, everything is so nice, nectar, and they even uh, fight, fight, and they take some amrita and come back to good health. But then again they fight. So, Prabhupada says, no. Even Svarga, even heavenly planets, there is rivalry, there is competition. It's not really the solution. Svarga, Loka, no. <clears throat> he says, one's residence in heaven is finished with the exhaustion of pious fruitive activities. Prabhuji knows, Kshine, Punya, Martya, Lokam, Vishanti. You know the Bhagavad Gita? Kshine punya, kshine punya, martya lokam vishanti. Yeah? That's chapter 9. Yes? Punya finished, you fall down here. And there are some very uh, sad descriptions. Have you heard how the soul falls from the Svarga Loka? Some descriptions? It says that, uh, first of all, do you know the characteristic of life on Svarga Loka? Your body never have never has a bad smell. So already the, all the deodorant, antiperspirant industry is finished there. No need, <laughs> no bad smell. Garland never never wilts. Clothes is never be, never becomes dirty. So there goes the uh, washing machine industry. <laughs> uh, clothes never become dirty. You never touch uh, earth. So these are five, right? And you never get wrinkles, don't get old, yeah? Always effulgent. This much detail, I don't know. <laughs> you may remember better. <clears throat> there are some characteristics. Who is, who is coming here from the heavenly planets? And who is coming from the hellish planets? This is... Uh, uh, in Chanakya, Chanakya Shloka, that one whose words are sweet, who likes to uh, charity, who is, and what else is there? I, I can find it later. I didn't. I was not planning to quote it. Then the, it's a sign. You probably you're coming from the heavenly planets. And if one is always inimical, always quarrelling with one's relatives, katukachavani, uh, katuka, you know, katu. Uh, bitter, sour words, cutting words, and uh, always diseased. So these four, Chatvari, uh, Chihna, <clears throat> Naraka, Janasya. So that means maybe we have come up right from hell. Yeah? And we should not go back home, back to hell. <laughs> so, uh, they live there nicely, but then, as the punya is exhausted, then all of a sudden, the clothes becomes a little old. And then the garland is not so fresh. And maybe some little wrinkle somewhere. And uh, sometimes you touch the ground. And that would not be so bad if others didn't notice, but everybody notices, oh, and they, oh, they shun, 
they, they move away from you. Oh my God! You know, ooh, he's going down. And it's very sad. You know, all your, all your friends with whom you enjoyed in Swarga, they, they, sh they move away. They shun you. And then, when it's done, one falls down, and then the envious Rakshasas in the Bhuvar region, uh, they attack the person and start biting the person. And he's crying in pain, and the soul comes out through the eyes with the tears and mixes with the rain and then comes down and then clings to the grains and that's how you know the soul gets becomes born again in some Brahminical family when these grains are eaten by <coughs> some uh, Brahminical people and then they enter the next the next body so not very good scenario not a very good scenario so Prabhupada says no don't go there <laughs> Because residence there is finished. And then at the end, the denizens of heaven are afflicted by fear, anticipating the destruction of their heavenly life. And this fear is sometimes even worse than this. So falling down is bad enough. But then uh, fearing this for one year, the last year, ooh. So they resemble kings who though enviously admired by ordinary citizens, are constantly harassed by enemy kings and who therefore never attain actual happiness. So he says, Swarga, also not, not a happy place. Also not the real place for uh, bliss. And then a very famous verse. You have heard it many times. Tasmad. It starts, Tasmad. Therefore, therefore, Gurum Prapadita. Jigyasu shaya uttamam, shabde pare chanishnatam, brahmani pashamashayam. So therefore, because of this, because there is no happiness on the material level, materially, one should approach a guru, and then uh, there are three characteristics are given. So first of all, a, a characteristic of a disciple is given, that you are approaching a guru, not to uh, conform to the social norm that we all need, you know, he has a guru, she has a guru, and even he has a guru, so I should also get a guru. Everybody has a guru, I should also need one. <laughs> no. Prabhupada says this is not because of fashion. It's not just because of uh, social, it's not for uh, socialization, uh, to become socialized. Why should we approach? It says here, Jigyasu Shayautamam. So, Jigyasu means what? Being inquisitive. Yeah? One who ser seriously desires, seriously desires real happiness. Shreya Utamam. Shreya, Shri, you know. Shri is good, auspicious. And Shreya is the best. So, Shreya is the best. So you don't want just preya, just pleasure. You want shreya. You want topmost good fortune. You want topmost good fortune. Not even ordinary, but topmost. Uttamam. And for this, you are approaching guru and you are asking how to find this topmost good fortune. The best good fortune. 
Jigyasu Shayutama. Because you are seeking, because you have high questions, this is why you're uh, looking for a guru. And who is a guru? Three uh, qualifications are given, and these qualifications can be observed and measured. They are not subjective, they are objective. Shabde, pare, chanishnatam, brahman, yupashamashem. So, <clears throat> first, shabde. Nishnatam means they are um, expert. They are expert. The qualifications of bona fide guru is that he has realized the conclusions of the scriptures by deliberation and is able to convince others of these conclusions. It's a little bit of an uh, of a commentary, because expert means you understand, and you understand uh, enough even to dispel doubts and to uh, <clears throat> even convince others. So this is something that can be measured. Yes, already in 1969, Shila Prabhupada said that I want that all of my that uh, all of my uh, spiritual sons and daughters uh, become inherit this family title Bhaktivedanta, and one who will have Bhakti, the title of Bhaktivedanta will be allowed to initiate. And he writes, by 1975, maybe all of my disciples will be allowed to initiate. That is my program. So that's January 2nd, 1969, letter to Hamsadutta. You can see, it's like uh, six years. No, seven years. Seven years. No, six. Six years. Six years. That's Prabhupada's program. Not cheap. One has to study. One has to become expert thoroughly. Studies thoroughly. And then he says, he says, by 1975, maybe all of my disciples will be allowed to initiate. That is my program. By studying Bhakti Shastri, Bhakti Vaibhav, Bhakti Vedanta, Prabhupada explains this level, level by level. <clears throat> so, Shabde. Shabde means scripture, sound of scripture. Yes. Next is Pare, Chanishnata. One is uh, uh, absorbed or devoted to the supreme truth. So that also you can see by how the person lives uh, their life. Do they see uh, Krishna Bhakti as a high purpose of their life? Do they continue steadily? in devotional series, can you see that Krishna Bhakti, that Krishna is the goal of their life? It's something that you can see. And the third qualification is Brahman Yupashamashrim. Uh, they have found peace in Brahman, meaning the absolute truth in Krishna. Meaning that uh, you can control uh, lower urges, so you have six, six urges, we have, you know, the four regulative principles, four basic uh, sinful activities so you uh, have enough taste in higher taste that you c uh, can find peace through uh, spiritual spiritual taste upashamashram upashama shama means peace you pacify you pacify your your senses your mind or your urges uh, by spiritual taste brahmani by spiritual association so that's a guru well, again, it's very uh, objective. It's something that can be observed, analyzed. There will be also a subjective trust, inclination, uh, connection, realization uh, also. But you can see that uh, Krishna makes it very scientific, very objective, uh, very 
It's called replicable, provable. How else? It's scientific. It's a scientific process. <clears throat> but also you can see there is a there are two qualifications of a disciple. What are the two qualifications? One qualification we just discussed is submissive and inquisitive. Inquisitive. Okay, so inquisitive about about what? Absolute truth, Shreya. So you, if you search uh, for the highest truth, that's one, the most important qualification. But the other one is implied in this word tasmat. Therefore, yeah, you don't uh, pursue anymore the hope that you will become Indra, you will become Brahma, you will become a super temple president. Don't worry, we can make you a temple president. But <laughs> it's, uh, it's hard service. It's very difficult. We should all help. All our, all our uh, administrator, manager, devotees. Because it's a very difficult service. It's, it's a headache. Right? Prabhupada says, I'm, I'm thankful if somebody takes on some of this headache. <laughs> so we are not... Uh, hoping, so we have um, decided to find happiness in spirit, on the spiritual level. Bhaktisiddhanta says, one who has become completely pessimistic about material life has made the biggest step in spiritual advancement. And also it helps you to be happy. I sometimes uh, have to debate or have discussions with some of my friends who may complain, oh, this is not good, that is not good, oh, that is not good, this is not good, and that is terrible, and this is bad. So <clears throat> I tell oftentimes that, Prabhu, you are too optimistic. You are an incorrigible optimist. You should be more pessimistic. You should accept. This is the material world. Everything is completely terrible here. <laughs> there is nothing to be uh, found that's good independently in, in the material sense. And if you accept this, that it's completely terrible, if you accept that everything is completely terrible, then if you find something that's terrible but not completely, you're happy. <laughs> you are pleasantly disappointed. Yes? So if you become fully pessimistic, you'll be happy all the time. <laughs> because everything will be better than you expect. Or at least it will go as you expect. <laughs> Meaning terribly. <laughs> It'll be terrible. <laughs> so yeah, you will have nothing, you know, no surprise there, just as I expected. <laughs> and if it's terrible, but not completely. It's nice. It means it's very much better than I thought. <laughs> and then you meet sometimes something that's, uh, you know, not good, not bad. That's wonderful. And sometimes you find something good. <laughs> of course, then the problem starts because we attach, become attached, and we think, oh, that's how it should be. <laughs> oh, please don't go. Please don't go. Stay. <laughs> and all anxiety comes. <laughs> so, but as long as you are absolutely pessimistic. In this world there is nothing 
nothing to fish around, nothing to, nothing to catch. We should play our role, be kind, do our duty, help, do service, do the best, and depend on Krishna for the rest. That's not our home. It's not a place for a gentleman, as Prabhupada says. Of course, nowadays, <clears throat> I think in some places you can experience how toilet can be. Here, toilets are very beautiful. <laughs> they smell nice. <laughs> they are clean. That's good. That's Satvagun, right? That's Brahminical. That's very Brahminical. But some places it's very nasty, right? It's, it stinks. It's dirty. Yeah? So, uh, Bhaktisiddhanda Ji and Prabhupada says in the, in the Bhagavad Gita, he says, this, this, this world is like a toilet, you know? Come, do your business, get out. <laughs> Don't stay here. Don't try to make it home. I mean, as long as necessary, we do our duty, we clean, try to make it cleaner than it was, but don't become attached. Because we can be attached to anything, absolutely anything. I, in fact, once got attached to a toilet. I'm, so, I'm slightly embarrassed to discuss it, but uh, I was in the Brahmacharya Ashram, in the BBT, and we had, uh, I think, five toilet cabins. And before Mangalarati, I would always go into the middle one. Yeah, I would come, uh, three, you know, 45, and I would go in the middle one. And one morning, I'm coming 3.45, and somebody's there. <laughs> and I think, what is this? It's my cabin. <laughs> I always go there. <laughs> then I thought, come on. <laughs> it's, not your, it's not your cabin. <laughs> it's everybody's. <laughs> you can go left or right, you know. There's four more <laughs> here. <laughs> you don't have to go necessarily here. But you can become attached to anything. But, we, you know, what's, that only brings suffering and misery. A pauper is proud of his penny. You can be proud of something negative too. You can be proud of something bad also. You can be attached even to something, something bad. So, <clears throat> we need to become tasmad. We need to become uh, detached, not see this world as a place of enjoyment, but as a place of uh, training. It's a school. The best way is to see this as the school. And this is what it is. It's a school. It's a, it's a school. Uh, sometimes it's like a kindergarten also <laughs> for some. <laughs> for some it's a school. For somebody, for some it's a university. <clears throat> sometimes we need our toys in like a kindergarten. Yeah. This is my this is my shovel. <clears throat> and then we learn no. It's all temporary. So we need to uh, be trained for real life in the real world outside the school. So then seeing this we can uh, accept the spiritual master and get the true benefit. You can get the true mercy from the spiritual master. Also, this is a, a sure way to get a true bona fide spiritual master. In 
the science of self-realization. One, uh, I'm not sure, I don't remember exactly, please correct me, was it Lieutenant Mosey who was asking Srila Prabhupada how not to be uh, cheated, how to find a, a true spiritual master. And Srila Prabhupada gives a very esoteric answer. He says, it's easy. If you want to be cheated, you will be cheated. But if you want the absolute truth, Krishna will send you the true spiritual master. If you want the reality, if you want the truth, Krishna is there. And Krishna will send you the true spiritual master. You see, Dhruva Maharaj went to the forest, a five-year-old boy. And Krishna sent Narada to him. So, <clears throat> Krishna, is, Krishna knows. And you make one step to Krishna, Krishna makes ten steps towards you. Krishna is more eager to get you back than we can ever desire to get back to, to Krishna. So, if we are uh, aiming at the absolute truth, then, then Krishna, Krishna will help us. Okay. Tasmat Gurum Prapatiti. So then, so that's all sort of introduction to the Bhagavad Dharmas. Then, Tatra Bhagavatam Dharman. So from him, Tatra, there, from the spiritual master, Shikshad, you should learn Bhagavad Dharmas. <clears throat> These uh, Amayaya, without duplicity, and uh, this Bhagavad Dharmas, Tushyad Atmatma Yais Tushyad, by these Dharmas, uh, Krishna is satisfied. And Atma, Atmado, Hari. Hari, Krishna, gives Atma himself to the Atma, to you. He gives himself to the soul when you perform these Bhagavad Dharmas. And he is satisfied. The result is, he, happily, he gives himself to you. That's Bhagavad Dharma. But you can see they are always in plural, many. Bhagavatam, Dharman. So the first finally begins here. Being detached, being with devotees, you practice what? Dayam, Maitrim, Prashram. Mercy. So <clears throat> here, because it says yet hochitam, as it is appropriate. Mercy uh, to those in an inferior position, or we gave some other verses yesterday, those who lack some qualities, those who make some mistakes. <clears throat> did, you tr uh, did you try to do the homework today? For three seconds, for seven seconds, did you try to be merciful to somebody? Okay. <clears throat> we have we had a homework to exercise mercy and compassion at least for three seconds <laughs> in, in our heart. And this is a, a very good beginning of the day. So we have this beautiful mantra here from 589. May all the universe be happy and benefited. Maitrim, friendship, and prashrayam meekly serve those in a higher spiritual pos position. So these are the first three Bhagavad Dharmas. <clears throat> we discussed that <clears throat> we do this in association of devotees, so Krishna is very happy when we associate with devotees. He, he, he list, gives a big list saying that nothing controls me more 
narodayati mam yoga. Yoga doesn't rodhayati, doesn't control me, doesn't capture me. Sankhya doesn't, analysis doesn't capture me. Dharma, mundane religiosity, doesn't capture me. Swadhyaya, study, uh, scholarly study, doesn't capture me. Tapa, austerity, doesn't capture me. Tyaga, doesn't capture me. Ishtapurta, welfare work. Dakshina, distribution of charity. Vratani, vows. Yagya, sacrifice. Chandamsi, uh, Vedic hymns. Tirthani, holy places, visiting holy places. Niyamayama, uh, rules and regulations. They don't please me as, capture me as much, yathavarunde, as I am avarunde, as I am captured, caught. Satsanga, by associating with devotees. Sarva Sangha Pahohimam, which removes all the um, material attachments. Removes this uh, Satsanga, Sarva Sangha Apaho. It removes all the Sarva Sangha, all, all the material attachments. So in that chapter, Krishna, in the 11th canto, Krishna then glorifies the gopis as the topmost devotees in Vrindavan, as, as the topmost uh, of all of his devotees. <clears throat> and this is, uh, you can see the difference between uh, intermediate devotee, a devotee on the intermediate level of advancement, and the beginner devotee Kanishta Bhakta. So Kanishta Bhakta here is described in the famous verse, Archayam eva haraya pujam yashaddayehate. With faith, he uh, does puja to the official form in the temple. Or not necessarily in the temple, but official form. Can, can be sometimes even outside the temple. A book, uh, like six and, uh, well, Jewish, I guess, they worship the book, right? The Bible. Um, or it can be even, a, even kirtan. Because we may have faith. Yes, kirtan, if there is big kirtan, yeah, Krishna is there. But otherwise, who, if you, he, you're chanting, no, he's not chanting. Ah, I don't have to respect. <laughs> yeah, you may think. So, you can see, official form, yes. Natad Bhakteshu, but not his devotees, Krishna's devotees. Cha Anyeshu, and others. Sabakta prakrita smita. Such a devotee is prakrita is materialistic. And Jiva Goswami says that because uh, such devotees fail to offer respects, yeah, Kanishta uh, Dikari cannot properly respect other devotees. Therefore, they will fail to offer respects to ordinary living entities who are not even devotees. And therefore, a Kanishta Adhikari is useless for practical preaching work unless he comes to a higher platform of understanding. Hare Krishna. <laughs> so, and the higher platform of understanding? So, what's the key word here in, in your opinion? What's a key word that distinguishes the Kanishta, materialistic beginner, from the intermediate devotee? What do we need to practice? 
Yes, mercy. I can turn it off because <laughs> mercy. Mercy, how else? Respect, yes. And one more thing. Friendship, yes. Which is even more most challenging. You have to accept that somebody is equal. How is that possible? Equal. What are you talking about? <laughs> and and make friends and talk about Krishna with friends. When there is official, you know, I'm sitting on the seat, yeah, I talk about Krishna. Or I come to the temple, okay, that's where we talk about Krishna. Why should I talk about Krishna, you know, on the street, in the car, at home? That's, you know, outside of program. So if we talk about Krishna there, it means that Krishna for us is real. It's part of real life. Not just part of the official program, but it's part of the real life. So that means you're Madhyam Bhakta. You're on the intermediate stage of spiritual advancement. So, <clears throat> then, all the other things will be mentioned among these 33 Bhagavad Dharmas. You can please read this <clears throat> chapter 3 of Canto 11, uh, verse from 23 onwards. And then Shavanam, Kirtanam will be mentioned, uh, Archana, Smarana, all the uh, processes we know that are direct bhakti, definitely. But still, uh, how to make them effective, quickly, properly. How to make them effective. So therefore, Prabhupada begins with mercy, friendship and respect. Because if you do this, then there will be no obstacles. People wish you, will wish you well. Uh, people uh, will have no grudge. Or if somehow or other, sometimes still some grudge is there from before we will quickly overcome. Maybe from before I have some baggage and some, some, something comes, some obstacles come. But even Patanjali Yoga Sutra says, if you practice these behaviors, you, you are kind to unfortunate. You are happy for those who are happy. You make friends with the pious sadhus, devotees. And if somebody is a sinner, rascal, you practice upeksha, just neutrality. Just don't meditate on him. If he, want, if, if he, if he accepts help, okay? if he uh, resists, don't waste your energy and time. Go help those who want to be, who want to be helped. Yeah? Prabhupada says. <clears throat> so but even Patanjali says, then quickly it removes all obstacles on your path to samadhi on your uh, advancement towards full perf perfection in connection with Krishna in yoga. Also Buddhists have it. They are called uh, Brahma Vihara, spiritual behaviors. Also very similar. And this is Madhyam Bhakta, definition of Madhyam Bhakta. prema maitri kripa upeksha yakaroti samadhyama Who is an uh, intermediate Bhakta, one who karoti, who is practicing prema to Krishna, friendship with devotees, mercy to those who don't know better, and if somebody is dvishatsu, somebody is envious, upaksha, neutrality. So then, uh, that's a quick way to to advance. And 
Krishna can see in the Bhagavatam very often directly devotees see Krishna and they ask to be this to be a Madhyam Bhakta they don't ask please take me to the spiritual world they just say please give me association friendly association with devotees mercy to all the living entities these, these same behaviors because if you have this everything will come naturally out of its own accord because you are behaving perfectly already so uh, sooner or later rather sooner it will come all the obstacles will dissolve. They will quickly dissolve by such behaviors. These, uh, we, we should not, of course, stop chanting until we become merciful. No, because we become, we, we practice these other things for Krishna in devotional service, as we chant, as we hear, as we associate. And also by devotees' blessings, only by devotees' blessings and association can we gain that uh, strength. And this is where we can practice also these behaviors. And then uh, quickly success can be attained or advancement is made without delay. So that was the question, how to quickly, anjasa, overcome how to quickly overcome the uh, ocean cross the ocean of illusion. So that's the answer. Devotional service with mercy, with friendship, with respect, with tolerance. Nice, nice relationships. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Some questions, points, comments? Yes. Hare Krishna Prabhu. I have a question about that part that when there are sinners or maybe people who dushatsu, uh, people who uh, are antagonistic that we should have upeksha. I have a question about that. Uh, isn't there any virtue in uh, uh, pursuing those who are against uh, you know, against dharma or who are adharmic or vidharmi. I, I remember there's this verse in the Bhagavatam which says that the yogi who in full samadhi remains absorbed in Vishnu and gives up his life is similar to yes, yes. the Kshatriya who does not turn his back in, in battle and gives up his life, uh, you know, fighting for dharma. Uh, I'm forgetting the exact verse, but I can look it up. So I'm, I'm just thinking about this, some, uh, the idea of being op- of just being indifferent to uh, people who are against dharma, is that is that dharmic or is it not? I'm just a little bit confused about that. Yes, thank you. <clears throat> Why should we neglect the un- the unfortunate people without dharma? It sounds almost selfish. So uh, I know in the Bhagavatam there is Prahlad Maharaja's verse saying that Naitan vihaya kripanan vimumuksha eko. I will not leave this. Uh, uh, poor rascals, unfortunate rascals, and I will not take liberation my, on my own. I will stay here to help them. Uh, so yes, we should help those who don't have dharma. Yes. Uh, at the same time, we need to, you mentioned kshatriyas, we need to plan strategically so that we can help 
in the best, most effective way to the largest number of, uh, give help to the largest number of people. And on the battlefield, like medics, they have so-called triage. Triage means it's a system of sorting. If so they are wounded, not only on the battlefield, any, any in hospitals. So first of all, they help, strangely enough, those who are not heavily wounded. Because these people can be quickly helped and there is a very high chance they will survive and they will be functional. And uh, those who are very heavily wounded, they are taking last. Unless, unless uh, you know, there is an easy opportunity, they have good friends and so forth in the, in the battle. And okay, yeah, friends, they will you know, turn heaven and earth and they will take them out and help them. But uh, the, the system, the prescribed system in every in every hospital, in, uh, for, for medics, on every battlefield, for a kshatriya, that uh, first he does uh, what is um, achievable, easily. So in other words, before we, before we approach those who are very antagonistic, why don't, why don't we uh, approach those who already have interest? Yes? Then we can maybe uh, give dharma, sanatana dharma, give the full Bhagavata dharma to 10 people uh, who want to learn it rather than spend all this time with one person who just wants to argue, who, who has no interest and he will argue for the sake of arguing. Of course, if you have, take, if you have already uh, taken all the people who have interest Okay, then you can proceed to, to the next uh, level. They say that Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur was saying that after we finish on earth, we will go to the other planets to preach. <laughs> and he will go to the moon, he said, to preach, and to the other planets. So get ready. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> we have a book, Easy Journey to, to the Other Planets. <laughs> and uh, some devotees, it seems, have been already called some of Srila Prabhupada's uh, generals apparently have already been sort of called for some next call of duty. So that's, that's, that's the idea. Because if uh, we happen to uh, meet a demon, there are not many demons. There are many people under the influence of demoniac philosophy and propaganda, but they are just—they uh, are not demoniac. They just have been influenced by this fashion, propaganda, um, politics, and so forth. They are not really demoniac. They—they uh, they are actually innocent. Innocent, Prabhupada is using in the old, archaic uh, sense of this English word, meaning ignorant. Yeah, like a child, like a child, like children. They don't know better. Uh, whereas uh, a, a real demon, that's very difficult. Still, even, even demons get benefited in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's movement. And we know that Hari, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he sent Haridas and Nityananda. He told them, make me happy, go preach. And then they came back, and Haridas Thakur says, I will not go with Nityananda anymore. He's crazy. He says, he, he is like a drunkard. He goes to everybody, he sees a crocodile in the river, he jumps into the river, he slaps the crocodile, and he says, Bolo Hare Krishna, Chan Hare Krishna, what are you doing in this body? 
And he says he sees some uh, drunkards, Jagai Madai, and he goes and uh, says, Chant Hare Krishna, don't waste your life. He says, he will get me killed. <laughs> Why do you send me with Nitananda? He, he's uh, Avaduta, like, to, like a crazy, crazy person in ecstasy. Of course, it's a joke. It's transcendental humor. And fortunately, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu doesn't kill demons. We know many devotees who were demoniac before. They were actively trying to hurt devotees. There was one devotee who was targeting book distributors, ripping off books and trampling uh, on, on, on these books with his feet. But uh, then after some time he found some uh, luglu in the bag of a book distributor and he thought, let me try it. He ate it and it was nice. So then next time he and, he... and he was always meditating on devotees, you know. So that purifies, you know. <laughs> so then after uh, some time he met another book distributor and he said, do you have any more of those sweet bowls? He said, yeah, sure, take. And I think it was in New York there was a system. They would always send book distributors with luglus. And they said, but you know, this is nothing. You come to the temple, you have such nice prashadam, so many, much more than this. He says, yeah, really, when? He said, come on Sunday, this time. So he comes, and before he thought, very weird people, very weird everything. Then he came and said, but good, good food. <laughs> strange people, but good food. Strange people, strange philosophy, very good food. And he started coming. But then he saw that there is a lecture, and he felt awkward. I'm like some beggar. I'm coming to eat, not for the lecture. I should come for the lecture also. So he came for the lecture. He started listening, and he thought, good food, good philosophy. Maybe strange people, <laughs> but good philosophy. And then he kept coming, and you know, a few months later, he thought, wonderful food, wonderful philosophy, and wonderful people. He became a devotee. He became a temple president, he became a <laughs> after many years. It's one story. Some other story, in the communist times, KGB people, they were persecuting devotees. And they were targeting devotees. And they are selected, to, uh, especially uh, from among people who are completely anti-religious. They are hateful of religion. Uh, if one is slightly religious, he's totally disqualified was totally, I don't know what, what's the standard nowadays. They pretend to be religious sometimes. <clears throat> and uh, sometimes even worse, they have to have uh, very, some weird moral, they have to be very cynical. They have to uh, trust zero goodness in anybody. They have to reject goodness whatsoever, deny the possibility of goodness. They think if somebody is good, he's a hip hypocrite. So this is, you know, not a very happy bunch of people. And uh, at, I know about three of them, they became devotees. Because one of them, he was preaching to my Bhakta leader. And he, and he was preaching and preaching, and, oh, sorry, preaching. He was uh, trying to <laughs> unpreach. He was trying to <laughs> uh, get him to give up Krishna consciousness in the 80s. And then he said, look, just give it up. You want religion? I will make you a Christian Bishop, I will make a call to the Christian seminary. 
and uh, they will take you and you will be a, a priest and then we will put you in a good position. So he went home. He thought, hmm, it's a good idea. Maybe I could be a priest and then preach a little. And he calls his friend, who is a priest, Christian priest. He said, maybe I should do like this. So his friend said, says, forget it. Forget it. You will not be able to do it. They will not let you do this. So next time they call him to that uh, police station. And he says, sorry, no. I cannot give up my Hare Krishna practice. And this KGB guy said, you Hare Krishnas are so recalcitrant. You're so tough. Everybody else, you know, you, you scare them, they give it up. You offer them something, they give it up. But you guys, no matter what I do, I scare you, I, you know, do this, do that, I offer you some post position, you don't give up. What is this with you guys? <laughs> so some of them, you know, by being in touch all the time, they, even they became Hare Krishnas. Even they became devotees. I, I know at least three cases that after such very demoniac persecution of devotees, they all of a sudden some get 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 change of heart and they become devotees. So many stories we have from Spain. There, there was a treasurer in the in the temple. He also he was insulting devotees. But then after, after his wife died eight years later, he found the book. He opened and it struck him. Oh, that's the truth. And he became a devotee. <laughs> so that's Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's special mercy. But still, for the sake of uh, effectiveness and strategy, as Kshatriyas, they always have to plan. They need to have tactics and especially strategy. So it's strategically more astute to first approach those who uh, are open and then after that, okay, and sometimes in the process, others will be benefited also. So we do not uh, forget them. It's not out of hate or it's just out of practical uh, consideration of, for preaching purposes. Yes. Hi, Krishna. Um, I'm having difficulty framing this question, but I, you know, would it be possible for you to speak a little bit more about this principle of friendship? Um, one time, uh, our Guru Maharaj, His Holiness Mukunda Goswami said that um, in the entire course of one's Krishna consciousness, if one can find one good friend, then one must consider oneself very fortunate. Um, so just wanted to understand this principle because with the other two principles of respect and mercy, um, it, um, like you said, it's a little bit easier. But, you know, uh, many times we come into Krishna consciousness with some... Um, preconceived ideas of what friendship looks like and if I, if I understand correctly, friendship and Krishna consciousness, uh, Maharaj was also making uh, another point, he said how a good friend is someone who reminds us and like you said, reminds us and connects us back to Krishna. So uh, I see that especially when new devotees join, um, there's such a sense of disappointment because they're looking for those real friends and, and, and when they don't find it, they start to feel discouraged and Anyways, I don't know what my question is, but it's just on that level that what, you know, what is this quality of friendship that we are talking about? And if someone does not find it, then, you know, what happens? You know? Yeah, I remember that uh, in the early days, I was praying to Gornitai 
Oh, good, dear Gordon Tai, please send me some friends. Oh, please send me some friends. And then years later, I heard that to find friends, you need a, a vitamin. <laughs> be one. <laughs> to have friends, be one. <laughs> yeah. So, if um, you find somebody who you think is more or less of similar level nature and you would like to discuss Krishna consciousness with her or with him depending on specific position <clears throat> then uh, you become a friend to him or her right you uh, serve her appreciate her uh, ask about Krishna discuss Krishna be a friend, be a good friend to that person. And then you have a friend. <laughs> so this is, the, this is the struggle that I see uh, over and over again that so many devotees think that I was a good friend, I have been a good friend, but where is the reciprocation? And hence the heartbreak, and hence the disappointment. So, yes, yes. Uh, so. One, one, de one devotee, one preacher devotee once uh, asked a question. He said, if you do some favor to somebody, then what is the proper thing to expect back? What should you expect? So some people said nothing. So he said, brother, you are too optimistic. Nothing is too optimistic. You will be hurt. <laughs> Not nothing, hurt. By being misunderstood, by sometimes uh, even taking advantage of or something. Yes? And again, it's not a, a propaganda or encouragement to be a victim or to be exploited. But any relationship is based on sacrifice. So one very important ingredient is tolerance and forgiveness. You cannot have a friend and be a friend unless you are able to forgive and tolerate. So I was sometimes telling a story of how I had a friend, a close friend, we were friends, well, everything was good. And then one day, he insulted me so harshly he said something. We were no arguing about some, not arguing, just discussing some topic. And he said such a uh, uh, painful thing that, especially for me, he knows me. You know, and it's, nobody can insult you better than somebody who knows you well. <laughs> they know your buttons. They, they know your weaknesses. They know your what your nature. And nobody can insult you more, and especially because you do not expect, expect it from them. And I was so hurt, I decided not to speak to him. And I didn't speak until he realizes his mistake. And he did not realize, and did not realize, and did not realize, and did not realize, and several months passed. So I told him, I felt hurt when you said that. 
He said, that's your problem. I said, correctly. <laughs> What I said was right. <laughs> My God. <laughs> it's even worse. <laughs> so then more time passed. You know. And then finally I, I was thinking, should I forgive him? Or, you know, because it's, he's, you know, doesn't appreciate and he's misusing this. Then, but then I, you know, thought that I could forgive him this one thing and keep a friend or I can keep the grudge and stay without friends. I decided, let me forgive him. So I decided, okay, I forgive him. And I forgave. But then, I started seeing, oh my God, he's forgiven me yesterday, and then two weeks ago, and then three weeks ago, I hurt him, and he forgave me there. I saw he forgives me hundreds of times, hundreds of times also. And I didn't even notice, until I forgave, forgave him one time. <laughs> then I noticed, oh. And, and then the relationship improved so much. Again, it's not an advertisement, an encouragement for being abused or exploited. That's a different thing. But uh, sometimes some misunderstanding, some, some forgiveness, some sacrifice is, is uh, expected. Any, any relationship is, some sacrifice, is a sacrifice. It's based on a sacrifice. It, it's work. Work and sacrifice. And in a high culture, like uh, in India, we still have high culture oftentimes, and people understand it. And the problem oftentimes is that people try to uh, see that uh, all relationships are for my enjoyment. Then it's a sure recipe for being miserable. <clears throat> But if it's for sacrifice, for service, for helping, then that we can do, always. And then when we do this, then Krishna uh, sooner or later will see and he will send more and more. Uh, we don't need many. Yeah. Three, four, you're lucky. Yeah. Three, four, you're well taken care of. Yeah. You will have nourishment, nectar, nectar flowing in your life. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. That's very nice. Thank you. Right. Any more comments? Can I? She has a question. You have connected to this? Yeah. So Something about friendship. Uh, I was just thinking that in our moment, you know, uh, because it's such a preaching-oriented or outreach-oriented moment, that sometimes there is this culture where unless you're able to, by what you're doing, if you're able to impact the others, you know, particularly like, you know, I don't want to say inferior, but like those who are ignorant or junior, <laughs> Um, then that's considered valuable. And sometimes um, the mindset becomes that friendship is not something that's time spent on friendship is not considered something valuable. There's, there is that kind of culture within our movement. What is it that you know, we can do to change that culture in some way? Of course, to be one, <laughs> that's there. But uh, it, it is quite prevalent. It's not, it's not something valued oftentimes, peer yes. relationships. Efficiency at the cost of eff efficacy and effectiveness. Yeah? Mm -hmm. 
it reminds me of how Bhakti Bhringa Govinda Maharaj was describing the life of Raghunath Das Goswami, who was chanting the 200,000 holy names of the Lord. And then after that, and offering 2,000 obeisances to the Vaishnavas and, and the 3,000 obeisances. Three or two? 2,000. Raghunath Das Goswami? Yeah. 1,000 was Sanan Goswami. A lot. <laughs> and then after the class, one devotee said, that's okay, but what was his service? So Bhakti Vrindha Govinda Maharaj was dismayed. He said, but chanting is the best, the ultimate service. And we see that he inspired millions. He still inspired, not millions, tens of hundreds of millions of Vaishnavas throughout centuries still inspiring and will continue to inspire for, for tens uh, of thousands of years with his Manakshiksha and other uh, books. So, so <clears throat> we can look at our senior devotees senior leaders, for example, Rad, Radnath Maharaj, uh, Niranjana Swami, Bhaktivrinda Govinda Maharaj, Indradyumna Maharaj, Shiora Maharaj, those I see, I can see that they place a very high priority on friendship. They will set aside time, they will fly thousands of kilometers to have association with uh, their devotee friends. So for them, it's a very high priority. Just as also, not only that, also in terms of preaching, one striking moment was there for me one time. Niranjana Maharaj came in Ukraine, and then the devotees said, we can arrange a program for you in a hall with 300 people. And Niranjan Swami said, I prefer to give, to make a program in the temple for 30 devotees in the temple. Because my duty, first of all, is towards those who are already devotees. And my duty, my higher, my priority is to give care and uh, encouragement to those who already have accepted the uh, message of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Srila Prabhupada's movement, and to help them grow. That's a higher priority. So it struck me a lot, because otherwise what do we preach? Sometimes it's like an uh, MLM, multi-level marketing. We preach the preaching. Uh, uh, Prabhu, come and preach. Preach what? Preach the preaching. <laughs> yes? No, we have a very, very, the most valuable product. And it's Krishna Bhakti. And it can be performed only in Sadhu Sangha, only in the association devotees. And uh, friendship is the, the most nourishing, uh, most sheltering environment where Bhakti can grow, where we can nourish our relationship with Krishna. So, also Gopal Krishna Maharaj, he requested uh, 
another Chaitanya Prabhu in Sitarani Madhaji in Delhi, please organize programs for those devotee, for older devotees of 10-15 years of practice. Because, uh, you know, how many times will you be inspired to hear you're not your body, you're not, you're not your body? It's certainly nice. <laughs> but uh, maybe you need also some other separate program for, the, for those who have already heard it, you know, uh, 2,500 times, then <laughs> you can hear the next thing also. <laughs> and uh, he told him specifically, in, sometimes we, we think that Srila uh, Gopal Krishna Maharaj always just push, 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 you know, on the, the outreach. But he, no, he, he instructed them, please take or make programs, and they have like, I forgot, maybe 50, I saw, I think, 50 devotees. On Tuesdays they come, and they have a separate Sangha. They read the Bhagavad Gita, they study, they discuss, and they can discuss, obviously, on, on a different level than people who are for the first time in the temple, or for the fifth time, let's say, right? And uh, that's, his, that's the service, service he has given them. And it's very important. In general, I think it's very important to have, like in Slovenia, Ljubljana, you come, you see on the temple board, uh, Bhakti school, uh, first year, Bhakti school, second year, Bhakti school, third year, Bhakti school, fourth year, Bhakti school, fifth year. And everybody can see, aha, uh -huh, it, it's progressive. Otherwise, we can be in illusion, okay, I have heard I'm not my body, I have heard I'm Krishna's servant, boss, I know everything. What else is there to know? I chant Hare Krishna, and I heard these two things, and they don't speak about anything else. <laughs> so I know everything. We don't see the perspective, and we don't feel inspiration to, to, to we don't see how we can grow. But if you see, aha, uh -huh, no, there is a system, there is first year, second year, third year, fourth year, there is a certain system, it inspires a person to, uh, and also helps us to stay humble, that there are next level, next level, next level, next level, there's a perspective for development. <clears throat> so both are humility, inspiration, so these are there. So it's uh, practical, it's practical. If you simply kept everybody who was attracted, we would be at least ten times uh, bigger, at least ten times bigger. So, sometimes people don't stay for some other reasons, but sometimes uh, we don't manage to find how to engage people nicely. That's, what, that's the genius of Srila Prabhupada. He can find engagement for everybody. He can find a unique talent and strength and characteristic in everybody and engage uh, very constructively, positively in Krishna's service. That's the genius of a, of a perfect leader. leader. And that means, you know, different levels, and that means we need to, to engage not only new people, but also old people. <laughs> old, old people. <laughs> old can be, you know, 17 years old, but in the movement since five or something. <laughs> and they also need to be engaged. Is it okay? Some thoughts. And we see that it's, it's being discussed. Okay, so I have two more minutes before 8.30. Raj Kumar. So, we, we, you said some qualities of disciples and some qualities of guru. Um, and you said that 
Krishna will send. So, does obtaining a guru depends on destiny? Like, no. you will be destined to get a guru no. or not? And, okay, so how does it happen? <clears throat> when you become eager to find the absolute truth, to find Krishna, to find the ultimate reality, mm -hmm. he sends you uh, guidance. So many times it happens. So if I do everything like you said, um, everything and then I'm uh, merciful and friend and all these qualities I have, I follow all the principles, all regulative principles, but I don't have a guru. So is that something missing or? Uh, Something's missing. <laughs> In Ramanuja Sampradaya, sometimes they say, as soon as you see a Vaishnava, surrender take any, and take initiation immediately. You don't know what will happen tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but, but then you also said that you have to find a guru with some... Three, some, three characteristics. So how, there are how, many like this. You have but, seen at least 15 okay. like this. <laughs> but, so a, a, a senior person can um, examine a person if he can be a right disciple or not. But a junior person, how can he examine that, okay, that person can be my guru? So this is why Krishna uh, gives uh, objective uh, characteristics. So expertise in Shastra, in the Bhagavatam and other Vedic scriptures. Then dedication to serving the absolute truth. This is also something you can, can just you know, read, you can see what did the person do the last 15 years. So and look at the biodata. Yeah. And uh, then he's, uh, does he follow the principles for the last how many years? Can, that's possible only if he has some taste in the, in the higher uh, spiritual uh, life. Then he can pacify his senses and be detached from external sense pursuits. So these are, these are uh, observable. Of course, still Sananda Goswami recommends, okay, one year, one year you test each other. <clears throat> There's a mutual test. Plus in our society we have some recommendation, we have some other uh, more procedures that ensure some quality control, so to say. But also it should not drag it out. It seems that, that if we uh, drag it for longer than 10 years, it becomes already a problem. Mm -hmm. Then we can't find anybody. So we should, you know, within the first five years, we should pray to Krishna and just uh, surrender. I, I don't know, like for, for myself, actually my spiritual master Gopal Krishna Maharaj was the first initiating uh, Vaishnava I met and I saw I f felt very inspired and on the spot I surrendered to him asked for blessings and then three months later I asked to take to give me to take me as a disciple and he was very merciful to say okay and then some one and a half year later he gave initiation and uh, I couldn't be happier <laughs> So, may, maybe it will not always work like this, but we do have some quality control. Some people crit criticize us for this. 
but uh, Krishna gives some criteria that are observable. And uh, if you seek Krishna, and if somebody helps you to uh, have to progress towards Krishna, then why not uh, why not surrender and connect yourself to the sampradaya, establish the connection, and keep progressing in spiritual life. Thank you. Yes? Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Thank you very much. <clears throat> Bhagavad 33 Bhagavad Dharmas Kija. The first three Bhagavad Dharmas of mercy, friendship, and respect. Kija. And very merciful Shichatani Mahaprabhu. Kija. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Krishna Krishna. Hare Hare.